Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, Love Yourself, Don't Judge Yourself. I'm Kelly Palmer, your life coach, nutrition coach, and fitness coach, and all things health. We're ready at episode 15, and I'm super pumped that this podcast has been going for 15 weeks already, and I'm so grateful to all of you who have been tuning in and sharing your thoughts about the episodes. And I'll be sticking around for a while, my friends, and I want to hear how you're using the information to help you in your life. And that's always the goal is that we're just one step at a time, just little snippets to help us in our everyday life. But let's get right to our episode today. And today's episode is all about fear, not necessarily because it's uh, the month of October and there's a lot of scary things out in terms of Halloween. Um, But I've just been thinking about this a lot um, because I had a recent experience where I almost let fear just really take the wheel and take right over um, and steer me in a direction that deep down I really didn't want to go. And That direction is familiar. The path is paved. It's a beautiful ride. And many other people have been down that road and have enjoyed it. And of course, my brain continued to offer all of these thoughts. But I overrode my fear and stuck to the planned map that I had, which isn't always easy, right? It's um, especially when we're looking at carving out a new path for ourselves, fear automatically takes over and makes it mean that we shouldn't. And it doesn't matter how big or small the feeling of fear is, because if we look at the definition of fear, it's an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. So that explains why it's so hard to do things when fear is a factor. And fear will always be a factor, typically when you're trying something new, like I just said, and just stepping out of your comfort zone. And I have noticed that many of you use fear as a reason to not go after the things that you really want, and that you even make your decisions based on fear. So it's really the predominant emotion that you use when it comes to your decision making in your life rather than acting from a place of desire to get the results that we want in our life. And that is what we let steer our ships, that feeling of fear, acting based on what we don't want in our lives. And we think that it's the perceived threats that are creating our fear, but let's go back to the model. Our thoughts about circumstances create our feelings which drive our actions and then create our results. So let me repeat that. Our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions and then create our results. So it's not the new thing that you may have to do that's creating your fear. It's your thought about the new thing that's creating your fear. And again, so many of us make the presence of fear or anxiety mean that it's a red light in our life that we should stop and turn around. But what if you brought fear along for the ride? You acknowledged its presence and you did the thing anyways. You don't need to let fear paralyze you. And you already do this, or you have done this in certain areas of your life, but you probably just haven't identified it as such, whether that's when you were younger or more in your adult life. 
especially when we're younger, so many of our experiences are firsts. Think about it like tests, for example, for your driver's license might be scary, but you, and it may have been scary, but you did it because you knew the reward was freedom and necessity. And that freedom would outweigh the fear of taking the test, right? Or even uh, flying on an airplane, if you're like me. Although my fear of flying has definitely lessened over the years, that feeling is still present. But I do it anyway so that I can have fun experiences with my family and friends. And for me, when fear or anxiety is along for the ride, I just notice and name it when it pops up. I breathe into it and just say, this is anxiety or this is fear. And I repeat that. I don't rush it away. I simply notice it, name it, and let it be. Because if I'm trying to distract myself or push it away, it keeps coming up. Remember that what you resist persists. So processing that emotion in the moment is really, really important. And I will say that the more you do this, the better you get at processing your emotions. The more open you will make yourself to all emotions and really the possibilities in your life. And when we open ourselves up to fear to process it, we will notice that it pops up less often. We don't want to rush through processing it, but we will get better at it. And when that starts to happen, we allow the opposite emotions of fear to step in and play a role in our decision-making. Emotions like self-confidence, boldness, courage, and assurance. Can you imagine your life if you just started letting those emotions take hold and lead your actions? Just picture the results that you would create for yourself. You'd lose the weight. You'd go after the job. You'd buy the house. You'd ask for the promotion. You'd start the business. You'd take the class. You'd ask for what you want in your relationships. And the list goes on. Now, if we were to look at this through the lens of the model from someone who um, has let fear lead and someone who processes fear and lets their self-confidence lead. So the first example, let's take the circumstance of someone who is trying to lose 20 pounds. And now you know that I love to give these examples with weight loss, not only because I help my clients lose weight, but also, um, the weight loss journey is just so powerful that I truly believe if you can figure that out for yourself, you can do anything. But feel free to think of this example for yourself and replace weight loss with any other goal that you have in your life. So back to the example. If this individual is feeling anxious or fear when they think about their goal of losing 20 pounds, their thoughts are somewhere along the lines of, this is going to require a massive change in my lifestyle, right? And when they feel that anxiety because of that thought, the actions that they take are really worst case scenario actions and really not even getting started. Um, They look at all of their obstacles and they beat themselves up mentally. Like I'll never be able to do that or create anything new. They don't identify any areas where they could even start. They don't identify what they need to do to start. And they don't have a plan that they'll even try to help them get to their goal. And they become afraid of being in the same room as their trigger food And they may be able to resist that a couple of times, but in the end, they give into their urges and they eat those foods. So the result is that when you're letting that fear or anxiety lead, that the individual doesn't lose the weight that they desired, right? Or they don't keep it off long-term. 
But if we take someone with the same circumstance that has a goal to lose 20 pounds and the main emotion that they're feeling is self-confidence or even courage because of the thought that they believe about their goal, which is something along the lines of I am open, or maybe the thought is my health is more important than my desire for food. Or maybe the thought is I am capable of anything I set my mind to. And when they feel that sense of courage, they create a meal plan. They just start, they track their food, they allow their urges, they process their feelings of discomfort, they allow fear to be present, and they identify obstacles ahead of time and, and use them um, to turn them into strategies. They don't make their off protocol choices mean that they can't lose weight and they give themselves some grace. And the result from these actions is that this individual ends up losing their desired weight. So think of any desire that you have and put it in the model, simply replace the weight loss goal again with your personal goal and look at how the emotions of fear or courage change the results completely. So here are three tips for you on how to stop letting fear lead the results that you are getting in your life. Tip number one, identify where you aren't getting what you want in your life. Tip two, ask yourself what role fear is playing in the lack of that result. And tip three, identify what emotion would propel you to take the necessary actions that would lead you to your desired result or goal. Is that courage, self-confidence, calm, whatever it is, make sure you identify it, okay? I hope this episode was helpful. Make sure you have a listen again. This one is a really important one because fear is sneaky. And if you really go back in your life and you identify where fear is leading, you may be surprised to find that um, once you process it, that you will be able to experience so much more and get closer to your desired results than you ever thought possible. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, friend. Make sure you download it and share it. That would be awesome. Have an intentional day and we will chat with you soon. Take care.